Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what is going on, good people? Lee Sanders here. You're checking out an all-new The RCWR Show, covering the latest in all things wrestling, entertainment, and beyond since 2011. Here we are for Tuesday of February 22nd, 2022. We're talking about that good old NWA power fallout as finally... Just about two weeks after the fact, but you know what? It's all good, man. It is all good. We're talking about part one of NWA Power Trip Fallout. As you guys recall, NWA had did their Power Trip edition of Power a couple of weeks ago, and we heard all that great buzz that was running around as far as Matt Cardona becoming the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, taking the championship off of one Trevor Murdoch. Many of us wondering, okay, what's going on here? When are we going to be able to see what all had went down? And lo and behold, finally, finally, we got a piece of part one of, I would like to believe if it's not going to be a two-parter, maybe at most it might be a three-part episode of Power that they're going to be doing for the next couple of weeks. So we're definitely going to be here talking about that. We're also going to be talking about this past weekend's NWA USA. So gather one, gather all, and enjoy this time that we are here together. Definitely want to take the time out to welcome you guys once again, that not only you enjoy checking out the NWA power coverage that I provide here on a weekly basis. I know there's a decent amount of you guys that tune in, you represent you always let your voices be heard throughout social media. Nothing I love more than seeing you guys basically come at me and say, hey, man, love the NWA coverage. Keep keep at it, man. Love it. Appreciate it. So that's definitely what we're going to continue to do here. It was refreshing being able to watch NWA power along with everybody else on social media and just reacting to some of the stuff that was playing out for this episode uh, overall i thought that this first part for their power trip edition was quite enjoyable i love the card that was lined up uh honestly as overall it was pretty damn good so this go round opening up this power trip edition of nwa power uh we had got ourselves actually bear with me a quick second here i actually had just got a crash on my facebook i got a crash on my facebook i don't know what the hell that's about but let's see if we can fix that real quick uh and let me take that off the screen here hang on a second here i'm seeing that you guys got a little thing here no, we want to take that off. <laughs> why Why am I showing you guys Goldberg being stretched out? There we go. Oh, okay. Now we got it. Now we're good to go. Okay. I was wondering what was going on. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is this weird stuff popping up here? Uh, so, yeah, NWA Power Trip, this go round. I love the energy all throughout. I love how things pretty much had opened up with our man, Jax Dane, chatting it up there with Kyle Davis. Kyle! I see you with the beard, man. I see you growing out that beard. Looking good on you, brother. Looking good on you. Keep it up, man. Actually looks pretty good on you. He's chatting it up with Jax Dane. And he mentions the fact that, hey, you know, it's been a 
good minute here since we've seen you. But we'll get to that in just a hot little bit. But we know you're about to see some in-ring action here. So they pretty much just went right into that action. Jax Dane taking on young amateur wrestler Eric Jackson. And man, Eric Jackson, he got himself made in this match against my boy Jax Dane. This was pretty much a straight-up squash match for all intents and purposes. But yo... Eric Jackson took that whooping like a man. He took that ass whooping like a man. I got to tell you, this was a straight up onslaught of an opener because you're looking at this Eric Jackson kid and you're saying, wow, he's got a nice size about him. I actually was feeling his ring attire too for what it was worth. I thought his ring attire was pretty banging, but a little bit of offense, just a little tiny bit that I saw from young Jackson, young EJ. It made me go, okay, I do want to see a little bit more of this man. I want to know what he can do offensively. Yeah, he can take an ass whooping pretty good, but can he dish it out pretty good? Hopefully we'll see in the coming weeks there. But man, for me, the shot that was heard all around the world and it had some extreme bass in it was my man Jax Dane's clothesline to pretty much end this match and Eric Jackson. He puts some extra condiments on that damn clothesline. The way he just bounced off the ropes and just pretty much wham. Telling you, man, Stan Hansen, JBL, they would be very freaking proud of that damn clothesline. I mean, it sounded like a gunshot went off. That's how vicious that was. For those of you that maybe don't have Fight TV and you're not able to see the first run of NWA Power on Tuesdays, y'all are just going to have to wait until this Tuesday, and you're going to not only see, you're going to hear what I'm talking about. It was, trust me when I say, it was like a gunshot went off, and you're just going, damn, it was that loud of a clothesline. Ooh, I loved it. I loved it for what it was worth. One, two, three, that pretty much was it. Match was over and done with. Cal Davis getting back in the ring. After the fact, bringing up the fact that, hey, Jax Dane, we haven't seen you in at least a month. And during that time, we know that you had a restraining order put out there against one uh, Anthony Mayweather. And, you know, you got all of that that's going on. And, you know, hey, appreciate you, you know, giving me this time to interview and all that. But, yeah, you know, what's going on with you, basically, was Cal Davis' whole question and everything. And Jax Dane finagling his way, kind of dancing around. Cal Davis' question really just trying to put the emphasis and spotlight on the fact that he's going to be going into this Crockett Cup tournament and he's going to be looking to win that whole damn thing. And, you know, shout out to Joe Galli and them. They brought up the fact that, let's not forget, because it, it can be very easy to forget when you're paying attention to other stuff that's going on in the NWA, but let's not also forget that Jax Dane still has his championship opportunity cash in. He can strike at any moment. If he wants to, he could go to a particular NWA pay-per-view and he can double dip technically, depending on what's going on with him. So say, for instance, in regards to this Crockett Cup, let's say he doesn't win the Crockett Cup, but he knows that Nick Adonis is... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, not Adonis, Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis is taking on uh, the new NWA champion in Matt Cardona. And let's say when it counts the most, if he wants to, he could pull the trigger right then and there. So he still has that golden ticket that he can cash in at any point in time. So a whole lot of shaking going on, a whole lot of development going on right there with our boy Jax Dane. But, yo, that was a slugfest of an opener. Made a man put some hair on young EJ's chest, man, with that clothesline. That was vicious. That was vicious. Cold-hearted vicious. Next up, Chelsea Green. Hot mess Chelsea Green taking on Kenzie Page. Yo. This was actually pretty good. This was actually pretty good. Uh, I got to say, on a side note, Kenzie Page, you know, and I don't know if she makes her rounds, checking out what 
podcasts are saying about the NWA promotion, maybe what they're saying about her work and everything. But I tell you what, Kenzie Page, you doing all right, sister. I, I see you. I got to give her her flowers, man, because here is a young woman, you know, still in her teens. She's 19. And, you know, when we first saw her, those of us that maybe weren't familiar with her before NWA, but we're able to see her now on a semi-regular basis, you know, we're looking at her and I definitely was among the first to say, hey, I definitely see some promise in this young girl. You know, oh, yeah, it looks pretty good. Never did you ever hear me say anything about her size, any of that. And, you know, we got, unfortunately, trolls out there that like to have their field day. Big bad keyboard warriors, as I always say, they always got to be talking a whole bunch of hot trash behind the keyboard. Don't do it in real life. But, you know, Kenzie Page... Definitely. I'm I'm sure she would admit to it. You know, yeah, definitely. I've been a, a thick girl. I've been a, you know, bit on the chunky side. But you see her here against Chelsea Green and you're going, wait, that's Kenzie? What's Kenzie doing? Kenzie has slimmed down dramatically. And I got to say, look, I didn't have a problem with uh, thick Kenzie. I didn't have a problem with, you know, thick Kenzie at all. As uh, you longtime listeners know, I got no problem with my women being thick, okay? So, uh, but Thick Kenzie, Skinny Kenzie, Kenzie is just awesome all the way around, but it looks good on her. And I tell you what, you know, I've, I've always said to people, don't lose weight because you're trying to please other people. Lose weight because you're trying to do it for yourself. You're trying to feel good about yourself and you're trying to put yourself in a position where you're having a much healthier lifestyle. You're taking some much needed pressure off of your knees and trying to make sure that as far as your cholesterol levels, blood pressure, and ultimately you don't have any complications down the road as far as diabetes and all that other type of crap. You know, you're going to lose the weight. Do it for yourself and, you know, good respected reasons, not for other people. So it looks good on her. The, the amount of weight that she lost so far, it looks good on her. And you know that she lost a decent amount of weight because if you were watching her during this match, she was pulling up her attire a couple of times there. So that lets me know that within reason, until I'm proven otherwise wrong, that lets me know within reason that the attire she was pushing in that match against Chelsea Green, uh, that was her her attire that we've been seeing her in for quite some time. So about time for her to get some new threads is the point that I'm making there. I got to get some better fitting threads. That's a good feeling to have though, man. Like, man, I got to keep pulling this up. That's a damn, ain't it? I know some of you guys can definitely relate. I can definitely relate. Chelsea Green, Kenzie Page. I love this match for what it was worth. Young Kenzie Page. She just continues to impress the hell out of me. Every single time she steps in that ring, no matter who the opponent is, even if it's in a losing effort, she is just going in there and hitting it out of the park for someone that's 19 years old. And I appreciate the fact that we got the commentator saying, ah, but you know, she's, she's been doing this since she was 14 or, you know, you could tell me, you know, whatever, or you could say, She's been wrestling since she was nine. And it's like, at, at, at what kindergarten school or, or what? All right. Well, elementary school. What special school are we talking about here where a nine-year-old can go get some training as a wrestler? I, I, I must know this. Seriously, I must know this. I, I must know their rates and all that. But no, you, know, you can tell me that all you want. But at the end of the day, I still just say, okay, this is a young kid. But this young kid in Kenzie Page is so goddamn poised. And she goes in there and the way she wrestles no pressure no greenness no sloppiness every time she's done what she needed to do in that ring she's been smooth she's been smooth whoever's been training her whoever has a hand and pulling her to the side and working out you know any kinks here and there they've been doing a phenomenal job and she has been very receptive to Taking in that info and this match against Chelsea Green is a prime example of the points that I've been making here uh, so far. This was a damn good back and forth. And I got to say, I was honestly expecting this match to be a squash match. I thought for sure that Chelsea Green, which is pretty much much like with the first match, I thought for sure we were going to be going into another squash match. 
But that's not even what happened at all. This was very competitive. And I love the fact that from the commentating standpoint, not only were we playing up on Kenzie Page and her background and how long she's been at it at a wrestler, but we also put some respect there on Chelsea Green and what all she's accomplished. And right. So I, I love that nice, good balancing act that we had going on there. And closing moments of this matchup, we saw Chelsea Green. She was trying to go for the unprettier on young Kenzie and Kenzie managed to get out of it and pretty much countered into a Kenzie cutter. Nice way of saying a RKO or whatever you want to, but it's the Kenzie cutter. She actually connected with the Kenzie cutter goes in for the cover. Chelsea green kicks out match continues for a couple more seconds. Once again, Kenzie page tries to look for a unprettier Chelsea green counters it. Finally connects with that unprettier one, two, three. That's it. Chelsea Green picking up the dub right here. And I'm a stickler for detail. I'm a stickler for detail. I commend big time what all the commentators had laid out here during this match because it was badass. But something else that they added that made you go, ah, and then really helping connect the dots for especially the longtime viewers. I think it might have been Velvet Green. Maybe she was fed the line. I don't know. But I like that they brought up the fact, wait a minute, Chelsea Green. Hey, this isn't the typical Chelsea Green that we're used to seeing. The past few times we've seen her appear, she really has been a hot mess. She's had ruined mascara, you know, makeup, and her hair's been. And it just led to a point where they're saying, well, you know, these days you really just don't know what type of Chelsea Green you're going to get with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That comes from behind that curtain. And they did bring up the fact that she and Matt Cardona recently got married and all that. So I just love that nice fine attention to detail. So props. Props to everybody involved there connecting those respected dots. Moving on, third matchup here for this NWA power trip, at least part one for uh, this week here. This is all that we got for part one. Colby uh, Carino taking on Rhett Titus, representing the foundation. Colby Carino, Rhett Titus, this was a two out of three falls match. These boys went at it for at least... I would say at least close to 25 minutes, give or take. Uh, it felt like I know by the time we got through with the first fall, that was about 15 minutes at least. So yeah, this one had to have been at least 25 minutes, give or take. If it was a little bit less than that, definitely 20 something minutes, maybe, maybe under 25 for sure. Uh, but I love this one. These, these two guys going out of here, Kobe Carino, Rhett Titus, uh, you know, the referee spots in this one, though, I, I kind of could have done without, but I understood what they were trying to lay out here because you could maybe bring up a question at one point. OK, ref, you going in business for yourself. What exactly is legit when you're watching this? Because there's just a couple of spots where you're going, wait a minute. Are we trying to build something up here where Kobe maybe has some type of animosity? He's got beef with the referee. What what exactly are we doing here? And right as you start thinking that, you know, you just get back into the action that you're seeing between. This is actually damn good. It's actually damn good between these two guys. First fall had went to uh, Red Titus. Went to Red Titus. 
And the finish just came from out of nowhere, too. It wasn't no pretty signature move. It wasn't a finisher. You know, it wasn't anything flashy. It wasn't anything. Oh, my God. I got to see that again. What the hell was that? That is one unique, badass move. It wasn't none of that. It was just a standard drop kick. That is how Red Titus got the first fall. He did a drop kick on Kobe Carino, went in for the cover, one, two, three, and first fall goes to Red Titus. I love when we get finishes like this. I am just a old school fan, old school wrestling fan that, you know, not everything needs to be about, oh my God, a big old Batista bomb or power bomb or a Alabama slam or I am down with, yo, drop kick, yo, clothesline. I'm down with that. I'm totally down with that. I mean, just think about that for a second. I just put over Jax Dane when he did that freaking devastating clothesline. Boom. Okay. That's one. And then we go to the next matchup and we're pretty much ending it on an unprettier. Yeah. I mean, if you were to land face first into the canvas, yeah, you probably would be knocked out. So yeah. Okay. So that's badass. But then we go into this one, and the first fall is basically a drop kick. It don't get any more basic than that. I was eating that up. I love that. I freaking love that because it just came out of nowhere. And you're going, okay, so how are we going to follow this up now? Uh, action continues. So now the pressure is on Colby because Colby Carino, he now has to win the next fall. Otherwise, he's 0-2. That's it, right? We've seen stranger things happen in our wrestling when it comes to these two out of three fall matches, but definitely now all the pressure is on Kobe. And I remember uh, at one point as everything reset, we continued on with the action. I remember at one point he grabbed a fistful of tights of Red Titus as he was looking for a roll up. Referee had caught that though and told him, yo, nah, nah, you got to get off the tights. You can't be grabbing onto the tights like that. You, you, nah, nah, ain't happening. Uh, you also had a case where Kobe had got uh, a roll up on Rat, and he was trying to do a little bit of an assist with the ropes. Referee clear as day is seeing this. I mean, it's literally happening right in front of his face. Yo, can't do that. No. All right. Action continues. Kobe getting a little bit steamed off, a little pissed off. For those of you wondering what was going on with the fixers, Wrecking Ball, Ligurski, and Jay Bradley, they were not at ringside as Kobe Carino had came out and he pretty much wanted to do this all by his lonesome hook or by crook. He wanted to do this all by his lonesome. But the second fall came with Kobe Carino getting a roll up on Titus. And this go round referee, the positioning and all that, this go round referee is pretty much grounded, focusing on the fact that Red Titus, you know, shoulders on the canvas, you know, he's looking at the positioning and all that, but He's not breaking his neck to look up because had he looked up, he would have seen that Kobe Carino, his hand was on the ropes yet again here, but it is what it is. Second fall going to Kobe Carino. Uh, see, from there, there was a uh, setup here for the third fall. Third fall, from what I remember, Kobe Carino distracted the referee, did a low blow. Tourette Titus in the process. Referee didn't catch this. And then he just follows up with elbow strikes to the back of Titus head, you know, back of his neck head area, laid him out. And that was pretty much the third victory. That was the third uh, pinfall, basically. So Kobe Carino coming out of that with the W. Yeah. So technically you could say he won by crook. Hey, it is what it is. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But, oh, the fans and their reactions to Red Titus, I loved hearing because it just had me crack up. I loved hearing the fans chant to Red Titus overrated. I just couldn't help but laugh at that and say, damn, you guys are vicious. You guys are freaking vicious. That's just y'all cold, man. Cold, cold. I love it. I love it. I ate that up, though. I ate that up. Hey, stick around because we're going to go over the Crockett Cup brackets. We finally got the info reveal for those Crockett Cup brackets. So stick around for that. Meanwhile, yo, you guys have been enjoying yourself so far? Because if you have been, 
do me a huge favor if you haven't done so already especially if you made it up to this point make sure uh you share this episode all throughout social media helps me out a great ton and definitely make sure you uh smash that like button do that you really help supercharge content like this make it be more discoverable for others to check out you can also feel free to subscribe as well that way you're letting me know you enjoy content like this and it keeps me coming back giving you guys even more do that and thanks in advance uh we got one more match to talk about in regards to nwa power and it was our main event match at least for part one of nwa power trip camille defending the burke the women's championship against Taryn Terrell. I love the comedic aspects of this match from the moment that Taryn Terrell came out. And look, I love me some Taryn Terrell. Not only is she gorgeous, but she knows how to work a crowd. She knows how to get herself over and you give her an opportunity. She can help get other people over as well. And we've seen that. Uh, many times over the years and I loved how she came out and uh, her whole attire I mean everything is just badass it's just sexy it's just oh you're a nice little princess but then you get to her sippy cup she's got a cup she's got a straw in that bad boy and you're just going okay you're feeling pretty damn good about yourself so damn good you're having yourself a nice little drinky drink drink as you're making your way to the ring i'm just already going what's in the cup what is in the cup that's what i want to know what is in the cup okay you got a little bit of henny mixed in with some tropical punch you got a little bit of bacardi with some coca-cola what you got going on in that cuppy cup that's what i want to know right and i'm glad i had that mindset because little did i know that cup would be a major factor throughout this match. You got Camille coming out there and she is just all about business. And the way Camille comes out there, she's almost acting as if, man, this is a waste of my freaking time. Why am I doing this? She, the way she's acting, Camille, her body language, is almost as if she is looking past Taryn Terrell. That is literally how it's coming off here. And I just love how Taryn Terrell is just continuing to just work the crowd, just being all flashy and everything. When we finally, just when you think, okay, all right, now it's time to get down to business. Taryn decides, nah, you know what? I don't want to be introduced by anybody. For me, I need a special introduction. Who better to introduce me in this match than me? So Taryn Terrell starts introducing yourself and you're just going oh man the ego oh how it's so massive you're eating it up though you're loving this match finally begins and you've got Taryn that decides again i don't know if it's whatever's in that cup whatever's in that cup brother need to know what's up man because she decides to come out of the gate saying to camille let's do a test a test of strength Let's do a test of strength. And you've got Camille just looking at her almost as if, are you freaking serious? You seriously want to, okay, your funeral. And just starts owning her off the break. Camille was just having her way with Taryn Terrell uh, early on here. But then it gets even funnier because every time Taryn Terrell is in a position where, okay, surely... You know, this this is pretty much it. It was interesting because Camille was really taking her time with Taryn Terrell. You kind of felt that Camille could have ended this at any moment, but because she did not, because she let Taryn Terrell linger there, I won't say it was costing her, but it definitely put Camille in a position where Taryn was able to capitalize on a couple of openings. For instance, we're talking about the cup. Again, what's in the cup, yo? At one point, Taryn's getting her ass handed to her, and she just goes, I, I, where's my cup? Where's my cup? And Camille is just looking on baffled as Taryn Terrell goes over into the corner, and she is taking a drink, a little straw and all, taking a drink 
of whatever is in that cup. And Camille just is pretty much get your ass over here and just continues to lay in the hurt and all that. Uh, great stuff right there. That was great stuff right there. Uh, you had another time where Taryn managed to get to the cup. She's having herself a little drinky drink. If you thought that there wasn't anything in there, well, you were wrong because this go round, she held whatever she was drinking on in her mouth. And when Camille was coming at her, she pretty much was in that uh, in that uh, corner there was Taryn Terrell. And she just, just spit that bad boy right in Camille's face. Was on the offense for a little bit. You know, she, she was getting in a, a couple of little sweet spots here and there. But yeah, you, you know, look. Look, I, I love the psychology of this when it was all said and done. I love the fact that they tried to stretch this out for all intents and purposes. I, I thought they laid it out very well, but you just honestly knew just the way that the Taryn Terrell character has been booked so far in NWA. You just knew that the ending was inevitable and that Camille was just going to destroy the hell out of this girl from the minute that we first found out that oh a power trip is going to be camille taking on terrence Terrell. okay cool yeah well we know where this is gonna go still your nwa women's champion camille looks like a beast looks like a beast looks like a million freaking dollars that powerhouse that brick house of a woman camille man i'm telling you that is somebody, you know, that's probably the greatest travesty, I, I personally think, for those that aren't checking out the NWA product. There are just certain talents that you look at, and Camille is at the very top of the list, and you just say honestly to yourself, yo, this is somebody I need to have my eyes on because this is somebody I'm most likely going to be seeing if they're not going to be tearing it up in AEW feeling i'm probably going to be seeing them at some point in the wwe i need to pay very close attention to this person yo this i mean she's a freaking powerhouse I, I love everything about her her athleticism her poise her overall demeanor you know she walks it she talks it she backs it up she's a fucking badass camille has come uh, a long way since i've been watching her uh, in the NWA, man, a long way, especially just as a character. She's really come a long way. Because remember, wasn't that long ago, she was just always quiet, just a silent assassin. And now, you know, she's talking. She's got some personality and everything. It's, it's badass, man. It's, it's freaking badass. But I tell you, any promotion, any of those major promotions that's able to uh, actually get her on the dotted line there, they are going to be very, very fortunate in, uh Acquiring her services, man, because she's only 28 years old, right? And she's barely scratching the surface. I personally feel I don't even think she's really reached her apex uh, just yet. That's me personally. But that was NWA Power Trip, at least part one. There's loads more action that's going to be coming up. So let me tell you about the remaining matches that's to come for Power Trip. As uh, we just went over, you know, about four matches uh, just now there. So here's the rest of the card. And remember, Kylie Ray was supposed to make the Power Trip tapings, but she had suffered uh, an injury, if I'm not mistaken. So she's out, you know, hopefully she'll be in for the next batch of tapings. But remember, they did about over the course of two nights, they did about uh, 10 matches. So what's coming up next, we've got Mike Knox taking on Pope. We've got Idolmania Sports Management's Tyrus, Black G's, Jordan Clearwater, and Marche Rocket taking on Scion, Mims, The Ill-Begotten's, Alex Taylor, and Rush Freeman. Anthony Mayweather facing Chris Adonis. Nick Aldis versus Tom Latimer. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We got Matt Cardona taking on Trevor Murdoch. So, you know, parts, there might be a part two. I don't see this being a part three. I would be shocked if they stretched this out for a total of three episodes. They should be able to wrap this up on next week's NWA power. We'll, we'll see. Stranger things have happened, but we'll, we'll see. Cause sometimes you can have a case where now we'll just do three men, three matches, and then we'll fill it up by, you know, doing this other stuff here. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, by the way, in regards to that NWA Crockett cup, let me get into, let me get into that. And then we'll talk a little bit about NWA USA from this past, uh, weekend. So the way the brackets are looking right now, and you can actually check this out on uh, NWA Wrestling's YouTube channel here, but the official bracket for the 2022 Crockett Cup, uh, here's what we got. We got number one seeded NWA World Tag Team Champions La Rebellion facing the 16th seed uh, winner of the four-way match on night one. So remember that. Meanwhile, uh, uh, number eight, rank number eight, the ends, Pharaoh and Odison will be facing rank number nine seeded Hawks, Airy, Luke and PJ Hawks, fifth seeded Strictly Business's own Chris Adonis and Tom Latimer will face the 12th seeded Gold Rush that consists of Jordan Clearwater and Marche Rocket. Meanwhile, the number fourth seed, Doug Williams, and a mystery partner will face the 13th seed in the ill-begotten. From there, OGK, seeded at number three, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven. They'll team up to take on the 14th seeded, the Fixers, Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski. At the sixth seed, the Pulp. D'Angelo De Niro and Mims will face the 11th seeded, the Cardonas, uh, or correction. Yeah, I said that right. The Cardonas, Mike Knox and VSK. From there, 7th seeded, Kratos and Aaron Stevens. They will go up against 10th seed, Dirty Sexy Boys, JTG and Dirty Dango. By the way, shout out to uh, JTG. He did a wrestling joint over the weekend and you know I, look I, who am i to say speedy recovery but you guys if you haven't been following jtg in a while go check out some of the pictures that he shared from over the weekend he was in a wrestling match and he took a ddt and basically when he was taking the ddt and he was landing to the canvas and all that he didn't just bite his tongue he bit off a chunk and the way his tongue is you just gotta see the pictures for yourself and i asked him the other day uh i said dude you know you, you think at some point you might need to maybe get that trimmed a little bit or and he said maybe a little faded a little fade right so you're thinking barbershop yo language there and you just go ahead <laughs> right so but yeah check check that out man that is one tough son of a gun i gotta say that's one tough son of a gun number two seeded briscoes mark and jay briscoe that should make you guys pretty excited for you briscoe fans out there they are going to be facing a team to be determined that will be at the 15th seed so that is what all is going to be going down at the crockett cup remember that is going to be a uh, two-night event that's going to be coming up on March 19th and the 20th at the fairgrounds in Nashville, Tennessee. Wifey was saying to me the other day, she said, uh, hey, I happen to know somebody that's always going to the NWA shows. And, uh, you know, she was saying, you know, we, we should try to get out there and, you know, go, go see the Crockett Cup. And uh, as much as I would like to see uh, the Crockett Cup, just this time of the year, there's just so much craziness that's going on right now and everything. Yeah, I would like to, you know, in, in person, but at, you know, I'm already going to be busy with classes and, you know, schedules a little bit hectic as it is. 
with the two gigs and, you know, other stuff, you know, so, but at some point before, you know, we definitely agreed that at some point before this calendar year is up, we are going to be at least traveling to uh, the GPB studios out there in Atlanta for taping of NWA shows. Uh, We're definitely going to be doing that. Definitely going to be doing that for sure. So let you guys know as uh, we get a little bit closer, once we figure out, you know, which ones we're going to be hitting up, let you guys know. So from there, that's, that's your Crockett cup. Those are the brackets. That's how everything is looking right now from there. uh, Let's talk just briefly about NWA USA from this past uh, Saturday for you guys. And then pretty much we'll just get on up out of here because as far as NWA news goes, nothing, nothing relatively quiet since uh, we were last on the air talking about NWA USA. Honestly, it's uh, it's relatively quiet as far as news goes. So for this week's NWA USA, couple of good matches there. Uh, the one match that really jumped out at me, and I thought for sure I knew who the winner was going to be for this one. We had Saul Renaro taking on Jay Spade, Jamie Stanley, C.W. Anderson. This was a fatal four-way match. You're looking at this match and you're going, okay, well, we got some pretty good names that's in here. This should be pretty entertaining. And it was. It was actually a pretty good match. I thought for sure that Jamie Stanley was going to come out of this. But within a few minutes deep into this match, we hear from Joe Galley and crew that breaking news, whoever was coming out of this. And remember, these names I just mentioned, these participants, they were just involved in the junior heavyweight championship tournament, you know, trying to advance and all that. So all these guys got eliminated. OK, so we get this breaking news that whoever wins this match on NWA USA will become the number one contender for the junior heavyweight championship. So now, now just stop and think for a second. Okay. So I want to make sure we're connecting the dots here. So remember, we're going to get a junior heavyweight championship crowned at the Crockett cup. So once the junior heavyweight champion has been crowned, then the new number one contender will face them. I don't know if that means, you know, whoever that champion is, they're going to have to triple dip or whatever. I would think not. I would imagine that maybe over the course of the next several episodes of power tapings, maybe somewhere down the pipeline, that's when that new number one contender is going to face them on a future episode of NWA USA, I would imagine. But the junior heavyweight champion, the number one contender for the junior heavyweight championship they uh will uh yeah they will go and face the champion so i thought that was interesting so i thought for sure jamie stanley of if anybody's going to get this jamie stanley i wasn't thinking about saul renaro because he's still pretty deep into that whole sinister minister james mitchell jedi is doing anything for them right now he's still pretty knee deep into that so i i didn't see him getting it Jay Spade, they really haven't, at least for me, as far as I was concerned, they really haven't been building him up like that on NWA programming. C.W. Anderson, he's been involved in a little something here and there, but not enough to the point where you go, okay, yeah, surely he's going to, with Jamie Stanley, you know, we've seen him regularly on NWA Power and on NWA USA. So you're going, okay, well, if anybody, but out of nowhere, Jay Spade, the way they booked this, they had Jay Spade. Uh, win this and I welcomed it I've seen a little bit of his work and you know I remember saying on previous shows yo wouldn't mind seeing more of this guy so Jay Spade getting that nod he's the new number one contender hey I'm down with that nice surprise I, I like this out of nowhere type of uh, thinking right here so good good stuff right here meanwhile the continuation of May Valentine and Natalia Markova their little feud so we got uh, we got beautiful Mae Valentine who shows up and she says, excuse me, uh, Markova, I understand you wanted to be interviewed, you know, pretty much during your photo shoot. So that's why I'm here. I'm doing my job. What's, uh, what's going on here? What do you have to say? And Markova lays right into her. Hey, I don't appreciate you 
meddling your 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 nose in my business. I don't appreciate that. And and look, let's be honest here. You're jealous of me. You're jealous of the fact that I am a real model. I'm an accomplished model. And you, meanwhile, you're just a fake wannabe model. And May comes right at her and says, no, nah, that's not even the case at all. You know, part of my job that I do here in the NWA, I have to do a lot of research and always be well prepared. Obviously, you're not researched. You're not well prepared because had you done your research, you would know that I am a best-selling author. Uh, you would also know that I actually am uh, a model. And you would know that I pretty much was handpicked by one of the absolute best in the rock industry to come and work here for the NWA. So I check off all the respected boxes. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. Next thing you know, we've got May and Markova. They're just tugging at each other's hair. And it just ends just like that. We we just go into the NWA USA graphic, letting us know what our next match is. And we go into the Nick Aldis, Mickey James little, you know, workout, feel great commercial or whatever. I was like, no, man, I need to go back to that. I need to see what was going on with that because, yo, Tim Storm, officials, what's going on there? So we got a nice little cliffhanger uh, right there. I will say this, though. I will say this, though. thought it was rather, all things considered, thought it was rather clever. I don't know if you guys connected the dots that we didn't get any appearance of May Valentine on this episode of NWA Power. So I can't help but wonder as we get ready to go to the next episode of NWA USA, if it's going to be a case where, I mean, just really stop and think about this for a second. Stop and think about this for a second. If we had Tim Storm a couple of episodes ago, hey, I'm not going to tolerate this, da, 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 and he ended up suspending Kenzie Page for a week because of the backstage altercation that came about there with Markova, and Tim Storm laid it out. He said, look, we're going to handle our business in the ring. We're not going to be doing stuff outside the ring, backstage area. That's a big no-no. That's not how we're doing it. I can't help but wonder if Tim Storm is in storyline, if he's going to come at May Valentine and say, yo, you, you know, you're not talent. You know, you're not an entering talent. You can't be putting your hands no matter what, unless you are provoked. You know, you can't be, can't have that. I can't help but wonder, you just kind of feel that maybe some type of a disciplinary action is going to be taken on May. It's going to be more harder on, on May than it is on Markova because it kind of seems as though within reason seems as though Tim Storm may be, you know, trying to look the other way when it comes to May Valentine. We kind of, you can make an argument because you remember what had went down a couple of weeks ago and May brought up the question to Tim Storm when she had him on the spot. Okay. But you know, you did this to Kenzie Page, why didn't you suspend also Natalia Markova? And remember how he was... Well, you see, he's kind of one of those type of deals. So I'm very curious to see how, how that uh, pans out and everything. But yeah, from there... From there, I, I, I got to double down real quick. I got to double down. I feel as though ultimately we're going to be seeing Mae Valentine in some type of a match. I feel as though we're going to get her in a match against Natalia Markova. I, I can see it. Whether or not maybe it culminates at the Crockett Cup, that remains to be seen. But I just feel that's the direction uh, we're going to be going in. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Meanwhile, Cal Davis is chatting it up with Camille and Tom Latimer. Uh, pretty much Cal Davis following up with Camille from last week. Uh, last week's NWA USA saying, hey, major presence felt in that match between Kenzie Page and Natalia Markova. You know, why'd you do that there? You know, what's, what's going on? And Camille basically said, yo, I can do whatever I want to do. I am the NWA world women's uh, champion. So I can do whatever I want to do. Uh, you know, Markova doesn't want any of this. Vladimir jumped in there. Pretty much defending his girl. 
Also bringing up the fact that it's stupid. Chris Adonis has to uh, be in a match and possibly has to defend his uh, NWA um, championship. He's got to defend his respected uh, championship. He thought all of that national championship, he thought all of that was just pretty much stupid there. And uh, apparently we hear the rumblings that Marche Rocket may get a match against Chris Adonis and that if Marche Rocket is able to beat Chris Adonis, then he would get a shot for the championship. Going, whoa, whoa, whoa. And again, Chris uh, Adonis championship we're talking about. You know, so you hear all that that's going on and you're going, okay, sounds like the odds here are, are pretty much stacked. Tim Storm comes out and he says, look, let it be known that if Chris Adonis tries to wiggle his way out of his match against Fable Jake, which was coming up next, that he will use every means of his power as the NWA uh, managing director for NWA USA, strictly. He'll do everything in his power to strip Chris Adonis of the championship. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raven comes out. He's not really feeling that. And Raven is the one that pretty much, hey, Marche Rocket beats Chris Adonis. And you got Tim Storm. You know, he's pretty much reached the point. Finally, it took several weeks, but something that I've been saying all along on these shows, but he finally went there. You got Tim Storm saying, why are you here? Why are you, you know, poking your nose in my business. Why do you continue to just needle and, 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 you know, just barge your way into my respected business. You had an opportunity to hold on to this position or correction. You had an opportunity to get this position. You had an opportunity to be interviewed for it. You had an opportunity to try to seal the deal and get this position. You didn't do it. It went to me instead. Any issues that you have, it's not with me. It's with the NWA committee. You need to be speaking with them. And at which at that point, Medusa comes out. Remember, we've been seeing Medusa on commentating past couple episodes of NWA Power in recent weeks. She comes out and, uh, you know, you're looking at this, you're going, where are we going here? And she's just, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You, you got Cal Davis. Hey, it's Medusa. Welcome, Medusa. And she just keeps saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Cal Davis is saying, uh, uh, okay, so, you know, yeah, but why are you here? And you know, why, why are we uh, continuing to thank you? So we find out Medusa has now been appointed the co-managing director for NWA USA which has Tim Storm livid. He does not understand what the hell is going on here. Obviously, this is something that went over his head. He wasn't even included in the discussions of this, obviously. So now you got this that's going on. I can't help but now wonder, okay, where, where exactly are we going with this here? Because you guys let me know what you think, but it just felt that originally the direction we were going with this was, okay, well, maybe Raven is ultimately going to reveal that he is a co-managing director now for the NWA USA. You know, he pretty much has been made a, you know, a, a silent, you hear the term all the time, silent partner and all that. He's just pretty much been silent about it. He didn't want to overstep his boundaries or Tim's boundaries, rather. Uh, he didn't want to overstep them, but he's seen enough and he's now acting, you know, he's now engaging in his position. And you thought for sure, that's maybe where we were going to be going with this. Cause remember what I've always been saying on these NWA USA, you know, thoughts and everything I've said, you know, why, 
why is he even being allowed in the building? He's able to continue to take these cheap shots verbally on Tim Storm and just bearing the poor guy. And yet he continues to be allowed. And you're just thinking, well, if Tim Storm is that rattled, if Tim Storm is that freaking bothered, just make sure that security and all that doesn't let Raven into the building. What the hell? So now it kind of feels as though with Medusa in the picture, maybe Medusa is maybe it will get to that point that I'm mentioning, but maybe Medusa is going to say, you know, Hey Tim, I, yeah, I hear where you're coming from, but you know, me and Raven, we go way back, you know, we're buds, you know, now, you know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna grant that whole, I know how you feel, but as far as him being banned from him from uh, here in NWA USA, no, nah, we're not going to do that. You know, he's good. You know, I've appointed him as a advisor, right? Are we maybe going to go in that direction? But obviously we've got this whole power trip thing. Ah, you see what I did there? We got this power trip deal uh, that's going on. It really feels like we got a trifecta, uh, if you will, that's going on here. So from there to be continued. But that was our cliffhanger right there. To be continued from there, Fable Jake taking on Chris Adonis. Squash match. Nothing but a squash match right here. Chris Adonis going over. And then just when you thought NWA USA was over, we then get Black G's coming out with his man, Marche Rocket. Tim Storm coming out. You're going, what the hell's what's up here? Chris Adonis didn't wiggle his way out of a match against Fable J. Because remember the stipulation per Tim Storm a couple of segments ago. Tim Storm said, yo, if Chris Adonis tries to finagle his way out of this match, he's going to use every means in his uh, power as a managing director for NWA USA to strip Chris Adonis of his championship. Well, Chris Adonis went on out there, and even though it was a squash match, he did what he needed to do. And yet, how is he pretty much, Chris Adonis I'm speaking of, how is he rewarded for, okay, you came out there, you did what you needed to do. That's great. Kudos for you. Checks in the mail or checks on the way, whatever, right? Check your bank deposit tomorrow, whatever. Tim Storm basically punishes Chris Adonis by making it official, Marche Rocket, Chris Adonis, non-title matchup. You're looking at this and you're going, man, is somebody feeling a little power hungry here? Maybe that needs to be the next NWA pay-per-view. Power hungry, right? Something to think about, seriously. Because now you're saying, wait, what's going on here with Tim Storm? You know, it really feels as though Tim Storm is starting to abuse his power a little bit. and. You know, we've never heard Austin Idol be very critical of Tim Storm since he's been in this managing position. But this was really the first time since we've gotten these NWA USA episodes that Idol, you know, went on record and said, no, 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 no. And for very good reason, say, like, nah, you know, what's he doing? This is straight up an abuse of power. Like uh, Adonis did what he, and keep in mind, Adonis, not even... Uh, part of Idolmania whatsoever. I'm sure he would like Adonis, part of his little stable and all that, part of his little team, but right. But even you got Austin Idol saying, yo, what, what's going on here? This is an abuse of power. What, what the hell is, what, what's up here? You know, if there was any time where you could have had Medusa come out, right? She's now the new co-managing director. If there was any time to have her come out and say, yo, 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 we didn't discuss this. You know, I, I know how you're feeling and everything, but, you know, hey, came out here. You got the match. It's over. You know, there's no reason for us to do this one. You know, this would just be an abuse of power. This is a conflict of interest, right? Now, we, we can't have it go down like that. Nowhere to be found. So what was going on with her in storyline? Was she on the phone? Was she playing uh, Bejeweled, Candy Crush? You know, did she go out for lunch? What? what where'd she go here, right? So Adonis, Rocket, non-title matchup, activated by Tim Storm here. Uh, but Adonis coming out on top at the very end. You just can't help but wonder in storyline, what are the ramifications going to be here, if any, for Tim Storm? Where it's obvious he led personal feelings 
get in the way here. You know, what's what's going to happen here? Right down to the point, you, you can see how pissed off he was when he came out and seeing that Chris Adonis had won his fight against Fable Jake. So some interesting developments that you got going on here. Honestly, just kind of looking down the pipeline a little bit, I honestly would not be surprised if ultimately Tim Storm uh, steps down from the position. I wouldn't be surprised if ultimately that's uh, what would happen because already we're starting to see these seeds being planted. You know, you, you can't separate personal from just being business, nothing personal, just all about business. You know, yeah. When the lines begin to blur like that, that's when some serious problems can and will happen. And ultimately uh, I, I see some stuff going down here where they're going to have to pull uh, Tim Storm. Obviously, Medusa would most likely still be in play. Do you maybe ultimately have Raven step into Tim Storm's position? Something to uh, marinate on there. But yeah, that was NWA USA in a uh, nutshell for this past weekend. So some pretty decent episodes for the most part. Some interesting developments there with the storylines and all that. So good stuff. So again, as far as NWA news goes, it's been relatively quiet. Nothing too much has uh, transpired since last we were on the air uh, with you guys at this point. Everything is just, it's all lies on the uh, Crockett Cup and everything. By the way, if you guys are going to be in the Texas area, WrestleMania weekend, WrestleCon, uh, if I remember correctly, Camille is actually supposed to be at WrestleCon. If y'all can bear with me, I'll actually go on the site real quick here, but I believe she's actually going to be there. And if I'm not mistaken, Tyrus is going to be there as well. I'm on the website as we speak. And remember, WrestleCon is going to be happening March 31st through April 2nd. So uh, Velvet Sky is definitely going to be there. And her prices are very affordable. Uh, $25 for an autograph. $25 for a photo op. $40 for a combo. Save yourself a little bit of money there. Matt Cardona is going to be there all those days as well. His prices are not available just yet. Chelsea Green is going to be there as well. As far as her prices go, nothing yet. I know you guys are big fans of uh, the Rock and Roll Express. We've seen them off and on in the NWA. And right now, these days, Ricky Morton is in there supporting his son, Kerry. Uh, they will be there for a few of those days. They're doing a $60 combo. That's all they're offering, a $60 combo. So. Check out the website for more details. Uh, Nick Aldis will be there. <clears throat> Nick Aldis, very affordable. $30 photograph, $30 autograph, $50 combo. Uh, let's see, who else? I'm, I'm just quickly skimming this. Briscoe Brothers. I just told you guys they're going to be at the Crockett Cup and everything. Crockett Cup pay-per-view in March. They will be there. It looks like they're only doing one session. It looks like $40 autograph, $40 photo, uh, $40 autograph, $40 photograph, $75 for a combo. Uh, who else we got here? NWA related. I'm looking here for you guys. Uh, see. not not. I'm getting towards the end. Uh, Dirty Dango. No pricing available, but he's going to be there all of the days. Uh, Natalia Markova will be there as well. No pricing information just yet, but she's going to be there for all of those respected days. Uh, let's see. Jeff Jarrett. You know Jeff Jarrett's going to be at the Crockett Cup. Uh, he'll be available on all of the sessions. No pricing available for him just yet. Camille will be there. Check this out. $25 photo op, $25 autograph, $40 combo. So you Camille fans, y'all might want to get on that one. Uh, other than that, that is it. As far as NWA talents go, that's all who's going to be uh, showing up there. I would imagine at this point, that's pretty much it. I would be surprised if even a few more names uh, were to be added just in general, not just NWA related, but just in general, I'd be surprised if a couple more names were going to be added because we're so, you know, at this point, we're kind of really close there. So, but if something's going to be going down, I would imagine 
the next two weeks tops. And then that's pretty much it. So programming notes on that note. Uh, this show's in the books. Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll be live after AEW Dynamite goes off the air. Tune in for that. We'll be covering Dynamite Fallout. We'll talk NXT Fallout. Uh, we'll talk some Impact. We'll talk some New Japan. We'll go a little bit all over the place, even non-wrestling related. If you guys got some questions you want to shoot, we'll, you know, we'll have a nice little open forum in the chat room. Wrestling related, sports related, of, of course. We don't need to go into anything too freaking heavy. I don't need no creepy bastards going, uh, you, uh, you all about the abortion? Or, uh, no, we ain't going in that direction. No, hell no. We ain't talking that. <laughs> we ain't talking that. And then don't forget, Thursday, we got ourselves our own little premium live event, 9.45 p.m. Eastern. That'll be your next episode of Wow Women of Wrestling, uh, our post show that we've been doing these past couple of weeks. This go around, we're going to be tackling uh, Wow Women of Wrestling episode 25. So we got a couple more days of some really great content that's going to be coming your way all this week. If you haven't done so already, make sure you smash that like button. When you do that, you really help large content such as this. So that it can reach a more uh, audience, a more wider audience. Uh, and uh, definitely leave me those comments. Let me know how you've been enjoying the NWA product uh, so far, especially now that you guys are able to access it on YouTube. You don't have to worry about, you know, a paywall uh, anymore and everything. Let me know how you guys been enjoying it. You can always get at me all throughout the social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Use the keywords DRCWR show. And don't forget, we got episodes available for you guys uh, wherever uh, you get your podcast. Now, we just did a show earlier this afternoon. I have not had an opportunity to edit the audio yet and upload that to uh, all the platforms so you guys can check it out. So I'm actually going to work on that right now. So for you podcast lovers out there, you audio lovers out there, you're going to get a one-two punch Within the next hour, you're going to get this episode and you're also going to get Tuesday's um, RCWR show, which initially we did the show Monday, but we were having tech issues. If you didn't check out Monday's show, just go back on the YouTube channel right now and uh, look at the uh, joint that we put out earlier today. I'll let you guys know exactly what all had happened. And all, all right. So that's going to do it. Appreciate you guys that check this out live. Definitely appreciate you guys that's going to be checking this out for on demand and on the uh, downloads. For those of you that's going to be watching this on demand, leave me your comments. I have been doing a better job reading everybody's comments. It might take me a, a little hot minute to respond at, wor at, at worst case scenario, a day tops. Uh, if I'm not able to get to you guys promptly as my notifications are usually on. But I do respond to any and all comments uh, that I see coming my way. All right. So that's going to do it. Until next go around, wishing all of you all to be safe and most importantly, be kind to one another. Catch you guys next go around. Y'all take care. Peace, y'all. Thanks for listening. An Infinity One Productions presentation. Keeping it honest, insightful, and interactive.